And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with the Drunk, Rat of a Red Baron here, joined by... Nope. The the lagging Kyle Souls. That's Chris Massey. <laughs> That's right, and as aforementioned, Rat of a Red Baron, uh, the Riddler may join us later, uh, and uh, don't know about uh, Machine washable status, getting back from vacation, uh, so perhaps will join us, but I tend to think he's going to be pretty tired and just going to want to... Uh, just gonna crash. Mock is not. He is not coming on. Confirm not coming on via souls. Yeah. All right. Hey, no problem there. Um, hey, I, I just want to do a a first, you know, toast of excellence to Machine Washable. It's uh, it's his birthday. Yes, it is. Yeah, he turned uh forty nine years old today. Um, and he saved. He care <laughs> from being picked from the garden. No, he's uh, what is he? Thirty one, two. Add one year to us. Well, I mean, thirty one. Is that right? Yeah, thirty one. Thirty one. I uh, when I texted him this morning, I asked him, "So you're like twenty one now, right? Can you like buy us booze?" <laughs> You're so funny, Kendall. Oh, thank you. I'm just so hilarious. You're so funny. Uh, but yeah, big, uh, big happy birthday to Mock on, on the day of this recording of uh, July 10th. So by the time you hear this, it won't be his birthday. But uh, hey, wish him one anyway. What can you say? If <laughs> you came up, you come to me. Um, you guys drinking anything? Yeah, great value water. Oh, dude, sick. <laughs> Mass, anything? I'm, the, I'm just rocking a glass of uh, Crown Royal. Oh, nice. Uh, just the original? Yep. Very nice. I have... Um, what, what shit beer that's not yours you're drinking? Uh, 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 listen, I've actually bought a lot of beer for myself recently, including this one that I purchased, but I purchased for Rebecca, because I know, you know she obsesses about everything rustling. Um, had this on the show before, a little while back, from El Segundo Brewing, uh, Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. Nice. The beer's kind of, like, not that great. It's, it's okay. I mean, for what it is, you know, I mean, we'll give a... a a better review later but i mean for what this is i mean you're buying the beer that's endorsed by steve austin that's that's all it really is but for a beer of this you know style you know being you know an ipa which there's ten thousand of and a beer that's a celebrity endorsement or whatever it's okay i like it yeah i guess i guess i'll give that to you uh toast of excellence uh, my toast of excellence is going to be to L. A. Knight. Why is that? Dude, he's just becoming one of my favorites. 
He is a good the character. The pop that he gets is so insane for no reason. I mean, he's he's awesome on the mic. He just is. They they need to do more with him. Yeah, he he needs a either like a a title run or he should have won Money in the Bank. Honestly, that's what I'm saying. The fans were going nuts when he was up there. Yeah, he'd be the the perfect like face ish heel combo thing that it would just would have been perfect. Like fucking SmackDown screwed the pooch, man. Yeah, I know. They had him fucking beat up Hit Row off camera. <laughs> it's, yeah, like, sick. Like, the fucking fans want to see him. Hey, I'm with you. Uh, so Mass, alive turning into SmackDown. <laughs> Mass, you have a toast? Uh, toast of excellence to the Chicago Cubs. Congratulations on their first time ever beating the New York Yankees in New York. I, I could not believe that when I first read that stat and I mean to a certain degree it makes sense because you know the, the whole being in different leagues and you only play you know so often but two very old franchises I, I, I just couldn't believe it just kept getting swept in New York <laughs> just unreal um Massey too could I have you boost your audio in your end a little bit uh yeah give me a second yep no problem um my toast is to um, Ellie De La Cruz. Yeah, that was uh, pretty cool. Uh, basically, it w- was on a total of what? Two pitches? Three. Three pitches. Uh, still second, third, and home. I mean, I it hadn't been done f- like for the Reds in like, a, I don't know, 100 plus years, something like that. I, I, I misread the stat. Um, it has been done in baseball in a long time. But, you know, very cool. Uh, and Kyle and I are, were talking. I mean, he and O'Neal, they're, they're, they're the same person. Um, yeah, they're both 6'9". Yeah, they're, they're either and brothers or it's like a whole, like, you know, Brat- Batman, Bruce Wayne type thing. Uh, the guy's insane. Like, yeah, he's he's pretty good. I, I Single-handedly hope, making the Reds a fucking contender. Yeah, I, I hope that's like a, a sign of things to come. Because we see it very often, especially in baseball, how... These players will come up and they'll have like a really good first half of a year, especially like a, as a rookie or a second year guy, or whatever. And then they kind of just fade away. I hope this guy's here for the long run. Probably goes to the Phillies. <laughs> uh, That's but, not gonna happen. But yeah, so toast, you know, here, here. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, we're back here. Um, we were off last week uh, for. Fourth of July and whatnot. Um, Don't say that's the reason, Kendall. Well, I mean, tell the folks a real reason. It, well, it, it was it was twofold, and it was always you know Rebecca and my wedding anniversary, you know that Monday. So, but it was also you know p- people are doing stuff. I mean, you guys are busy. You know, it's, it's it's summertime. It's picnic season. The whole nine yards, and we we never we're we're pretty good. We never take time off. And so, it, it's rabbit season. <laughs> it's rabbit season, actually. <laughs> um, but think about it. in a calendar year, what we take, what three shows off, maybe that's three shows too many, Kenny. <laughs> okay, uh, <the> Iron Man <laughs> souls. <laughs> um, but uh, during that time off, uh, anything cool happen to you guys? Do, do anything fun? I wouldn't exactly call it cool. We ended up with 
five inches of water in our basement. Yes, Massey, I, I, I heard about that, and I, I'm very sorry for you guys. That That is, like, very, very crappy. Um, sorry, buddy. How, how, I mean, I, you know, damage, obviously, but, um, like, just... I know you like it's like sports memorabilia stuff. Uh, stuff kind of like stay somewhat safer. I mean, stuff is fine. Just gonna have to replace the entire floor, which is gonna be a few grand to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, is, that is crappy. And that was that was just from the the that big kind of storm wave we had, right? Oh. Uh, the idea is that it's the construction site behind us at a levy that broke. Oh, so they should be paying for it. They should be paying for it. Yeah, but it's going to take a lawsuit to get to happen. So are you doing it? It's a lot up in the air right now. So it's more like kind of like water main versus mother nature. Uh, They had a retention pool to keep the water out of their stuff. And then ended up breaking and then flooding us. Well, that is, you know, very crappy and, you know, sorry. And it, like, that's not something that just, you know, goes away in, you know, a day. It's, it's <laughs> multiple days, you know, weeks of just, you know, work and, and, and money. So, you know, it's, you know, anything we could do. I mean, it, it, it sounds like the empty platitude, but honestly, well, you know, anything we could do to help, please. Appreciate that. Um, do you have like a water vacuum? Well, I think it's a a little bit more than that. (laughs) But that's the breaks. What about you guys? It's just been working. Yeah, kind of a uneventful. Uh, Didn't really, didn't you know? Can't think of anything that we did. Just kind of worked. It's weird having the Fourth uh, of July kind of like in the middle of the week because we I, we we didn't get it like a day off on either side. So it's just kind of like work one day, have the day off, then go back to work. Thankfully, got it off. But Kai, you still here? Yeah, I'm here, man. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. It's it's it's, it's me. It's it's on me. Yeah, we know. Figure it out. I'm trying, man. All right. Yeah. So um today's today's the home run derby. Yes. It's not as fun as it used to be though. No, it's uh no, it's just different. I used to be excited for the all star break. Now I just don't want the all star break. Well, it's it's so weird. That, that, if that makes sense. Well, they they've made like like changes that I didn't think they necessarily needed. Like, I don't know this whole like head to head matchup thing. I mean, I guess it's somewhat interesting, but it's like just just go out there and hit. You know, the, use the timeouts, whatever. They just all these like places. They love to just be extra. They love just to add this extra thing that's not required. Like the home run derby, it's fine. You don't need this additional, yeah. Like oh, no. oh, hey, you know what we're gonna do? We're also, 
we're gonna we're gonna add in this thing where you're gonna go head to head, and then and then we'll use your we'll use a challenge. It's like ugh. it's not a challenge, Ram. It's a it's a break. Well, I know, I'm just you know being you know facetious. Yeah, yeah, you should enjoy it. Uh, but yeah, that's going on right now. In fact, um, probably was it an eight o'clock kind of like start. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so that's probably while we're on now, it's probably in the first round right now, you know, and, you know, I'm I'm rooting for the hometown kid, you know, well, rooting for Pete Alonzo, you know, woohoo, Mets. What? You already know who I'm rooting for. Actually, I don't think I do. Pete Alonzo. Adley. That's fair. Rush, man. The kid's so fucking good. I'm always, like, slightly concerned because there's been so many stories of, you know, you play in the home run derby and it kind of, like, screws up your swing, just your, your uppercutting and everything. I mean, that was a... Yeah, you know. It's like, if you have... That hasn't really affected Pete, though. No, but, but he's all power anyway. You know what I mean? Like, he... Mm-hmm. It's just it's just one of those things. Like I remember, it, it kind of screwed up David Wright for the rest of that season, and then like going into the next. Um, talked anyways. <laughs> well, the, the guy was made of glass. It's overrated. Was not overrated. I don't know why you always say that. He wouldn't. He didn't. He wasn't that good to be named the Mets captain. He was good enough. The, the guy. The guy. Yasu was, was better. He wasn't captain. I mean, like, I think they, you know, if he wasn't as injured, I think he would have been more equal. And I don't know why Piazza wasn't granted captainship. But think about, like, there's very few, like, like iconic Mets that have been there for long periods of time. They're just he was only there for that long because he kept getting hurt. Well, that's what I mean. Like, and no, and nobody wanted him. It's neither. Oh, do you want to trade for David Wright? Here, no, nah, the guy's gonna get hurt tomorrow. Here nor there, the guy was good enough, and the, the captain thing was more honorary. It's like he, it, it was a big deal. He was a big deal for that franchise. Yeah, um, it's cool when your star player doesn't play any games. It wasn't like his choice. It's not like he sat out. It's like I know. Sc- screw you guys, like. Um, hey, speaking kind of like jumping back, you know, we mentioned Homer and Derby, blah, 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 changes. Uh, NBA announcing that they're going to be adding a in like a midseason tournament. Uh, did you guys hear about this? No. I fucking hate it. So from November, I think it's November 3rd to December something. It's like a, excuse me, like a month long. The NBA is going to be, quote, taking a break. However, the games are going to count towards the record. And then someone's going to win the NBA Cup when all is said and done in that, in that month. So I guess it's sort of like paying homage to like how like soccer does stuff in the Premier League and whatnot. They have just like these 
mid-season tournaments, and I, I guess it's it's a way to try to make uh, the regular season more interesting for viewers. Uh, it, it's a little confusing. I don't understand all of it. I just heard about it today myself. I was listening to WFAN, and they were kind of uh, talking about it. But I just was kind of curious what your guys' takes were. I mean, Massey, I know you're just kind of hearing about it, but Kyle, what are your what are your thoughts? I think it's stupid as fuck. <laughs> What's the point of doing like a tournament? <laughs> so all they're doing is bitching about they're bitching about fucking playing like all these games. You're adding more games for a tournament. So I'm sort of with you um, in the sense that like I add this to the list of just things that don't matter, and we're worrying about the wrong stuff. And th- this is for me at the top of the list. It's just like an unnecessary activity added to kind of a very problematic league to begin with. It's it's everything that, you know, Kyle is saying about the players complaining about the length of the season. You know, these guys, you know, injuries and the the, the load management and this and that. And now you're adding more games to the fold that, like, that now not everyone's going to play the same amount of games. Because if you get eliminated from the tournament, then you're not playing, but the other teams that continue to win on will be playing more games than they normally would, all for the chance to just win a meaningless trophy. Now you don't get any benefits for winning. So there is financial. There's there's always that financial benefit. They're going to get X amount of money. It's sort of like that Pro Bowl rate. Like you know, you play in the Pro Bowl, you get a fixed amount of money, whatever that is. That's not enough to make a uh, right. Right, and now I don't know what that number is off the top of my head. I heard it today, but I don't remember what it is. But it, it's just it's that small financial, you know, incentive for the players. Now, the, no matter what, it, the, they'll be able to sell this. You know, the NBA will have no problem. You know, getting you know advertisers to jump on board with this. It, it'll be a, a slam dunk. You know, pun intended. Uh, yeah, but then, but then, like, then, like. Are the superstars going to play? Well, that's just, I mean, no. I don't, it's all, it's gonna be, is it pretty much like a G League fucking in-season tournament? No, it's, it's right, it's, the thing is, it's, it's, it, these games will count. That's, that's what I don't understand. Like, it's, the, according to what I, what I heard today on air is these, these games are going to count towards your regular season record, um, with the exception of, like, the, the final four of, you know, I, they somehow got all this figured out. Uh, how it's gonna how it's gonna work, um, but I just find this the most bizarre, like so unnecessary. And I, I didn't even realize that the NBA like ratings were hurting that bad in the regular season. I kind of just you know why? <laughs> don't play. These players don't play, and the product that they put on the uh, the TV is terrible. I agree, um, but I don't know. I just I always kind of attribute it to the same reason that like you know NHL's ratings are what they are. It's just like, or even MLB for for the matter, because of this, there's more games than that of you know football. That like, hey, if I miss a game, I miss a game. There's there's uh, eighty one more to go. It's like. You can't you can't see every game. You just can't. And like, uh, I can. <laughs> well, despite what Kyle you know does, you, I you watch just, it at work. 
you just can't you can't see every game, and it's hard, especially like you know, look at you know Massey right now. Massey's dealing with a, like a, a an issue at home. He's not going to stop what he's doing, you know, to throw on the the trailblazers like oh let's stop what I'm doing and let's devote three hours to watching this you know basketball game on a Monday night. It's just he's not gonna, not going to do it. It's you don't know that. Ask Mass. <laughs> what, what do you do with Massey? No. <laughs> See Kendall. <laughs> So I told a, you he wouldn't. <laughs> so it's just like to me, like it's not. It's it's all that what you guys are saying about the, the product being bad. But I always just you can't watch every game, and you 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 can sometimes. You know, you go out with friends to a bar. Oh, the, the game is on. Let's sit and watch the game for three quarters before we we go, we go home. You know, it's. A, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think I watched less than ten games last year. Yeah, and I mean, I just don't think this is going to be the the be all end all. You know, save the ratings for the NBA. I just now, from a contrarian point, I think if you're going to start a tradition, you know, to have, let me say that again, to have a tradition, you have to start a tradition. So if they are super serious and they could find this way, you know, to make it work, you know, maybe we won't be talking about oh, this was so stupid. 25 years from now if like you know 25 years this is just the the norm and people get on board and the the, the players are in and, and whatnot but when, right now we, we only have the you know hey we're just we're just hearing about this so i mean i think we do owe it some sort of chance you know give them hey let's let's see how this is gonna play out and maybe by the start of next season come you know the end of october and you know, they're hinting at this um in-season tournament, maybe there will be a certain degree of excitement. I don't know. Um, I, I'm very skeptical, but I think we do owe it the chance. Because, I mean, it, it, it could be here to stay. I don't know. So many people watch the, WM- the WNBA. <laughs> so many people watch that tournament. Yeah. I just think, you know, from a logistical standpoint, this is going to have a lot of issues uh, I, I don't know how they're going to, you know, coordinate and like, and like injuries and, and, and other stuff and just players unwillingness to want to play. And then it's like, like the final four is going to be like in Las Vegas. Uh, it's, it's very confusing. Yeah, it's stupid, but whatever. Yeah, we, we, we will have to see. Um, but yeah, keep, keep, Obviously a, people. People like it, so. Well, I think they're, they're trying to capture a certain amount of magic, too. Like, even though I don't watch a lot of the NCAA tournament, I get excited for it. You know, if I, if I watch four games, the entire... Four games, even, like, combined, not even, like, sitting through a whole game, four... Four... Or... Two halves. <laughs> Let's say it's called I'll watch two halves, not even sequential... Of the tournament, I'm still excited for it. I don't know. I, I like making the bracket. I like like talking about it. And there's a, there's a buzz that, because no matter how big of a fan you are, everyone knows the NCAA tournament. You know what I mean? Like the, 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 there's a draw. And you watched the Arkansas game one time, remember? Yeah, I mean, no, kind of really. I do. I will like catch some games here and there. I just it's one of those things. It's like. It's tough because in the beginning, there's like a million games going on. And then 
as the weekends kind of creep forward, then there's like less games, and then I'm kind of like thinking about so, it less. I watch it more when the, when it's the round of 64 and 32 than I do like the the elite eight and stuff. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I don't know why it just because you can see teams you've never seen before, like the 14 seed versus the three seed. Yeah, and that and that's that's what's really fun because and then. As you get towards the end of the tournament, like the Cinderella stories have kind of wrapped up. I mean, there's been there's been some times where the Cinderella team has made it into the Elite Eight or whatever, but usually by you know the, after the 16th, things have kind of settled to the norm. The big schools have all moved on and whatnot. And because like this year, I felt it so closely because UConn was actually good. right, and I think too like this this past year from like where we live, excuse me. And you know, UConn being you know our our home pride school, if you will, and there's that like viewing interest. But I mean, if they get knocked out in the first round, it's like ah, oh, well, whatever. I'm sure. Oh, go ahead. But no, like every like ten, every like seven years, UConn wins. So yeah, but I mean, th- th- there's definitely a, a set of fans. Like um, we use our, our our good friend Pat, for example. Do you think Pat, if if Pat watched like. UConn in the first round and they lost. He wouldn't continue watching the tournament. He just he just wouldn't. I mean, he probably wouldn't watch the first round. Definitely didn't watch the first round. Well, <laughs> that kid watched the, the championship game and that was it. <laughs> be that be that as it may. I mean, he he has like that that UConn type of allegiance. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I I wonder if there will be that same sort of excitement for the NBA tournament you know when it actually is like a week away or whatever you know two weeks it. away yeah I, I, i'm with you i i'm very skeptical i have many many doubts but i we're talking about it now in in july i'd like to you know fast forward in a couple months to see what it's like and we'll, we're, we will revisit this i i'm sure this this is going to be this is gonna be a hot button you know sports thing for for a while um but yeah, just wanted to get your take. Uh, I guess we'll shift gears a second. I mean, we're we're at the halfway point in the uh, MLB season. Uh, any any takeaways? You know, you guys uh, just in general generalizations. Uh, Cardinals are bad. Yep. <laughs> I mean, Lloyd Delacruz pretty good. I mean, I would argue that all our teams are pretty bad. Uh, we're in the wild card right now, so suck it. Um. Hey. We're only like eight games back. Yeah, true. Um, I don't know. Like, you're seeing the younger teams play well over the teams that spent a lot of money. Yeah, I I totally agree. Uh, the Padres are shit. I mean, I think you know it's funny because the the Padres and Mets just wrapped up uh, their series, and it's like a mirror at looking at one another. The, the Mets spent <laughs> a bajillion amount of money. Yeah, you know, Padres kind of the, the same deal, and they're both on the outside looking in. Both have below five hundred records. Um, I think the, I think the pitch clock, it's making fans more excited. Like a lot of people are getting back into baseball, but what it's doing it is it is hurting the pitchers. Yeah, I, I will say I haven't really noticed um, any. I guess I've noticed less violations, but I think the point you're trying to make is just like pitchers not uh, like 
pitchers like rushing through and, and there's like yep. less good pitches coming out because they're so concerned about timing. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what's going on. Pitchers yeah. are being pitches are being left up, more home runs. They can they can't make their pitch. They have to fucking figure it out. Yeah, and um perhaps that will get better. Maybe not this year, but maybe after a year, you know, pitchers will be able to kind of adjust their timing a little bit and you know, the the good starters, well the good pitchers in general, you know, starter or reliever, will kind of find that new rhythm. I just think it's tough because you know, you grow up and you practice and you do the same thing for years and years and then it's like a drastic change. It's 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 tough. Or you can do what Craig Kimbrell does. What's that? He literally just takes them. <laughs> he does not give a fuck. Yeah. Well, it's like all those guys. Think about all those guys. Yeah, Kimbrell's a great example. The guys who had that really like dramatic, you know, you know, wind ups and like and like and like th- throwing from um uh from the stretch. Just like guys that like totally ridiculous setups. They would not survive. They just. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny to watch. Because he gets like four a game. Yeah, and it's because it's it's, a, it's an 0-2 count. And he doesn't want to make the, the wrong pitch. So he's like, I, I don't really give a fuck. Just give me the violation. Yeah. They're like, they're like pitching what violation. violation? Like, hmm? What happens with the pi- violation? You just get a ball. So like if, it's, if it's an 0-2 count, who gives a shit? And, like, that's what he's been doing all year. It's so funny. Because he just doesn't give a fuck. He leads the majors in pitch violations. And it's working out because he's not making the wrong pitches. Like, he's an all-star this year again. Like, he's able to just throw the pitch he wants to. He takes his time. He takes the violation and then strikes the next guy on the next pitch. Well, and for those who don't know, so Kimbrel, he has like this, uh, it's like a very weird, like shoulder, like thing that he does. Like, it's kind of like, he's waiting for like the, you know, the, the catcher to give like the, the signal. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I wonder how like that ever came to be. But just like his stance, you know, Kimbrel. Yeah. Uh, he's a fucking Hall of Famer, so it works for him. Yeah, no, I, it just—it's it, interesting because like, there's the there's been pitchers that have had like oddities, but that is like super unique. Hey, you think he goes in the Hall of Fame as a Brave, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. He is um, he is someone that's kind of like I'm a little surprised. Like, I would have bet anything that he w- he would have been out of the league. Dude. All right, so the, the kid at work just texted me about the home run derby. Mm-hmm. All right, Adley Rushman hit 21 home runs from the left side. And then in his 32nd bonus, he went 7 for 8 on the right. Wow. Guys are pretty good. I don't feel like he'll be so good. Kid's a fucking monster. <laughs> well, and then kind of getting back to what you're saying about you know, the, the young teams you know, versus the teams that spent money, um, no, Baltimore. Baltimore's sick. I mean, what what a what a great story for them. We kind of saw that last season where it seemed like, hey, we, we think something special is about to happen here. 
and picking right up where they left off and I called this three years ago and I have it on the the show where I called that. <laughs> Pretty excited about that. They, they steal so many bases, right? Yeah, it's, they, they play phenomenal defense. Their pitching sucks, but yeah, no, they they, they play good baseball and, it, and it's it's exciting. Um, I mean, let's think Baltimore last pretty good like playoff team. Probably what Kyle like Buck Showalter era, because all these kids have played in the fucking time clock because of the minors, so they're all used to it. Right, kind of. I, I think I dropped out for a second. Orioles like last time, kind of being like super, um, like we'll call it playoff bound, was probably a Buck Showalter era, right? Yeah, twenty thirteen ish. Yeah, um, like early Manny Machado. Yep. Machado, uh, Chris Davis, Chris Davis. didn't suck. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, other teams kind of like we've seen some good stuff out of you know Toronto, good stuff out of Tampa. Still, uh, well, Tampa has kind of been on a, a skid. Yeah, but they're, they're not. They're going to go on a skid. Yeah, it, it's sort of kind of in their their makeup. I'm, this is not a surprise. It's just. In going into like All Star break, it just I, the Rangers are good. Yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll write the ship. Uh, the Rangers spent money on the pitching this year, and it's worked out. Besides Jacob Degrom, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but Nathan Evaldi's been great. That guy's good every other year. What do you think will be the the bigger like? We'll say who's going to be the, the the young team right now that's good, who are more likely to fall off, and then in turn the the, the teams that spent the money, who do you think is going to be the one to kind of like right this ship? In in your Reds opinion, Reds are going to be the ones to fall off because if Delacruz falls off, then that's it for the Reds. Yeah, I kind of agree, Mass. I think the Reds definitely have a, have a very high bust potential, especially because of like that aspect and you know we've already seen like the, like the pirates were kind of like the reds before the reds the season and now the pirates have already kind of like you know fallen into the background well the pirates were never going to be great this year in my opinion i thought they wouldn't i i didn't think they would be the a bottom feeder like most people thought no and i i definitely thought they were going to be a bottom feeder and they surprised me but they have definitely come back down to earth oh yeah but they brought up all these kids, and then that's going to help them. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Reds have right now the, the biggest bust potential to not continue what they have going on going into I mean, the second Probably half. the Rangers, in my opinion. Why? Just because you think that the pitching is going to dry up? I mean, not even that. I mean, they're, the, the Astros are right behind them. Well, yeah. They're going to get it's that whole, you know, don't sleep on Houston. And we talked about this a long, well, a few shows back that, you know, I'm still of the opinion Houston is still in their window of relevancy and, and to be good. I think they're on the, the the downswing of that arc, but I think they're still, you know, good. And we'll be right there. Yeah, the Yankees who, you know, are trash. So I mean so of the teams that are sucking right now, the the, the kind of the, the quote big spenders, do you think the Yankees are the ones to kinda of turn things around or 
No. No? No. They're pitching way too inconsistent, and without Judge, they have zero offense. Um, quick side note, do we think Judge returns or no? He'll return, but it'll hurt him in the long run. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know the right answer for him. That's a, don't rush. Don't let one year fucking. The Yankees got to get younger. Like John Carlos batting two hundred four, Josh Donaldson's batting one sixty. Yeah, I mean Donaldson has been like, other than like the first three games of the season, he's just been trash. He's almost forty years old. Yeah, it's another guy who's overstayed his welcome for sure. But the Yankees think he's better than whatever the hell. Mikel Hedahar could bat better than 160. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I think it's too late for the Mets. Uh, I would say that, and we, we've talked about this on the phone, Kyle, if the Mets have a really good July and you know they, they win a, a couple series and you know, n- not even to close the gap, you know, with with Atlanta, because I don't. Atlanta's not going to give up that that lead. They're, they're just not going to. Um, I think if the Mets have a really good July, I think they could hang around and and kind of limp their way through August and September to maybe get a a, a wild card spot. But I, I am, I have like a fifteen percent window of hey, I believe this could happen, just because. You, you watch how fast the season gets away from you, and the Mets, they don't have that comeback ability like they did last year. And unfortunately, I think the worst thing has happened is now they've had some time off. I just think that they they were better off. Like, they lost the two games to San Diego. Now they're going to have another, like, five days off. And, like, any momentum they may have had, I think, is gone. Um, Do you think the Phillies get better? Yeah, I would have I would have more... Faith, I think, in Philadelphia, just because I think the the that grouping of players makes more sense than you know two really old pitchers and I don't know. Yeah. I'll think about it. Trey Turner has not been great, but he's going to hit at some point. Harper's going to hit home runs at some point, and people are talking so like John Crook said it best. Um, they they were saying that like Harper's powers down. On, on air one game, he was like, "Well, Harper had Tommy John in his front shoulder and his front elbow, which is his power elbow. He came back before, quicker than anybody anybody else has ever come back from Tommy John. Give him some time." Yeah, St. Louis, it's kind of a uh... you got to fire the coach. Yep. What's their record right now? 35 and 52. Yep. And what's it in fourth? Fifth. Oh, so they are last. That team too talented to not to be that bad. I don't, I think he makes the wrong decision pitching wise. He just, he's just bad. He's a bad coach. Yeah. I don't disagree. I, I think the veteran players fucking hate him. Yeah, I don't know too much about the like the St. Louis situation to be like to have any like definitive. Oh, these guys can turn they, it around. They lost the game on a fucking walk off error by the pitcher throwing it over the first baseman's head. That's rough. That's all you have to know. Yeah. 
That's all you have to know. Yeah, it hasn't been great lately. Like, Jordan Hicks has proved that he can't close, so why fucking keep closing him? You have fucking... You have Hasley. You have fucking Giovanni Gallegos who proved that they can fucking pitch in closing positions. Throw them. Wayne Wright's got to retire. The the only knock... I I love that the fact the Cardinals keep the old players around because of nostalgia and stuff. But all that's doing is hurting their team. Wainwright has like a seven ERA. Yeah, I wonder if Wainwright is regarding not walking up to the sunset with the Audi. And... Mm-hmm. I always wondered why he didn't. That will like forever bother uh, me. Because he had $45 million guaranteed on this year. <laughs> well, I mean, when you put it that way. <laughs> I understand why he did it. But just maybe he should have. Yeah. I always hate like the idea of like a legendary player like tainting their career. Not that like his career, but you know what I mean. Like this will basically be it, and it'll be like just kind of like a really crappy way to end a yeah, great it's career. It's like when Emmitt Smith went to the Cardinals for a year. Yeah, I mean, it's like Wainwright was so good because of Yachty. Uh huh. Twenty years later, do that. William Contreras does not play good enough catcher for Wainwright. He doesn't know how to call a game. Yeah, it, it's it's too bad. I mean, we'll probably talk about more of this type of stuff as maybe even by next show. Um, but do you guys have any like predictions uh, for players that'll be like shopped coming up trade deadline? Or, or moves you think should be made? Hoskins is done. Even though Harper's about to play first. <laughs> it's a real thing. Does he have experience? Uh, he was a catcher, so I'm sure it's not that hard for him. Oh, that's fair. And then they could do to get Swerber out of left field. <laughs> the Phillies made a fucking fantastic trade that nobody will ever think about. Being? They, they traded this random dude that was horrific in spring training. Did the athletics for Christian Pache. You know who that is, Kendall. Yeah, I know, but I'm blanking. He played he was he was a big time prospect for Atlanta. And he was a part of the uh Matt Olson trade. Okay, yes, I remember. So the Phillies traded for him. He he was he hit a game he had a go ahead home run against the Marlins last series. He's batting like three forty against lefties. And he plays ridiculous defense. If the Phillies can get the same production out of him that they, they keep getting, it's an absolute steal. He's only 24. Yeah. You tell me the A's couldn't fucking use that kid right now? <laughs> Let's throw out this fucking guy that's batting 112. Right. <laughs> that can't play defense. Instead of a guy that can bat 220 and play gold glove defense. Hey, you know, it, it's funny. You just kind of made me think of it. You know, d- despite how bad the Mets have been, how, like, Tommy Pham has kind of just been, like, a bright spot for at a bargain. He'll be the one who gets traded. Uh, uh, <laughs> that would not surprise me at all. The one guy who has, like, been, been good and kind of, like, incidentally, like, you know what? We're going to trade you for somebody. We're going to, like a, like, a closing prospect. 
I mean, they should if they're out of it. Well, I don't know. Uh, I, I it's, he, it's, he's only there for a half more year. No, I know. I, I just I wonder. There's nothing to really like, gain by holding on to him. I know what you're saying, especially if you're out of it. Trade fucking trade Scherzer too. Get off of that fucking contract. Yeah, I trade mean, fucking Berlander. Get off of that contract. Go spend your money on younger people. Well, that's just it. Because I mean, the lineup itself, I think, can work. That lineup can work, and it's it's proved they they can. Pitching has let them down, you know. Those those two guys who are you know Hall of Fame pitchers, but they're getting paid like they're twenty six years old. They're not. They're 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 forty years old, and they're getting paid twenty six year old money. So the Mets screwed themselves there. I just I don't I don't know. After they kind of see what happened, like who are like buyers for these guys? Scherzer said he would go to Baltimore. Yeah, and you know what? I I love Scherzer, but kind of like screw you guy because it's like you know you're you are a big reason why the Mets aren't playing well, and then you're gonna have like a like a sour puss and say you kind of want out. It's like that 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 type of stuff just pisses me off. But like Baltimore can be a buyer because they're in the playoff race and they're taking a choir of starter, and they have kids that you can take from them. Listen, I I I would be all for it. Um, because in in two years, basically, we we've seen one one half of a year of good Scherzer. Uh, you know, and the the other half, you know, combining the end of last year and the beginning of this one has been less than stellar. Use your money wisely and go fucking pay the one man that deserves to be paid on your team. Go fucking pay Pete Alonso. Well, he's gonna get the he's gonna get the bag for sure. And, you know, there are guys who, quote, did get paid that need to kind of step it up. You know, Jeff McNeil, awesome glove. He's definitely not showed up this year. Um, You know he will. I know, That's the one guy I will never talk shit about. I'm not going to count him out. I think Nimmo has kind of found his way. Um, Marte sucks. He's 37. (laughs) Marte's got to go. You know, I think Lindor is, you know been playing well as he should uh i think brett Beatty will kind of settle in a little bit more uh it's hard it's hard to be not getting regular bats yeah well i think a, a big part too is getting rid of escobar that that just had to happen yeah the angels are stupid enough to take you off the hook yeah i mean right. I, I like escobar i thought at the time it made sense to kind of have him as a like a, a placeholder and there was some good stuff but it just he wasn't talking cons- about a team that had a bad week. Oh man! Well, the Angel like it's they should just be the Red Cross. Fucking oh, Trout tears his ligament. Rendon takes a fucking foul ball to the shin, and then fucking Otani had a blister. Somebody else got hurt too. Yeah, but I mean. Phew. But Mickey Moniak is playing good for them. <laughs> yeah, that's another, another you know, lost, you know, the mm-hmm. trout. I just feel terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what can you do? Tani at this point, too. 
Yeah. Um, you think there's any chance that he moves? Otani? Yeah. I don't think he's back here, even if they give him ownership of the franchise next year. <laughs> but even before, do you think that, like do you think we'll see before the trade deadline any chance that happens or no? I don't think the Angels will move him, but I don't think he's back next year. I think there's an opportunity. What do you think would be the most likely scenario? Well, the, the Mets and the Padres won't. Yeah, the, the two the fucking two teams that totally don't deserve him are the most in. I mean, no one would be more excited than me, you know, if you know Otani goes to the Mets. But I just like it would just be kind of like an embarrassment at this point, especially. If things continue, and you know, you're gonna pay the guy six hundred million dollars. Right, and it's like, and it's not like they don't have the money because it's, it's it's evident that you know Cohen just has like a, a printing machine. Well, but, you have a bad GM. Well, that's another thing. That's <laughs> uh, I saw a thing like on the the grades, kind of like of every MLB. I mean, uh, every Met like position, you know, coaching GM wise, and like. Basically, there's a lot of C minuses. <laughs> Billy Upler was the GM of the Angels. Yep, and he's the one that gave Rendon the bag. Granted, you can't blame him for that. No, that was an A plus signing for everybody when that happened. Yeah, dude, the guy was a fucking star for the Nationals. Then he went to New York. He went to Anaheim. Or that's what I meant. Sorry, doing two things at once. <laughs> Well, Anaheim is the, the the Newark of California. Yeah. Everybody says it. Yeah, LA just <laughs> finds gold. And David Peralta is done, and all of a sudden, he's back to hitting 280 and 15-plus and home runs. <laughs> Jason Hayward resurrected his career. Guy's balling out this year. Yeah, screw that guy. He's so bad. He made the Cubs look like an asshole. <laughs> Wonder World Series, though. Hey, ring robber. I forgot he played for the Cardinals, too. I always forget the order of the teams he played for after Atlanta. It was Atlanta, St. Louis, Chicago, Dodgers. Guy's a real wreck. I feel like, I feel like he played for somebody last year, didn't he? He got cut. I don't remember. I remember, I remember St. Louis, and I remember the, the Cubs, but then I kind of get you know. Can you remember Corey Rasmus? I do. Colby Rasmus. Colby Rasmus. Yeah, it's Colby Rasmus. It's uh, the same thing as Dexter Fowler. Yeah. So it was funny, um, and I think you guys were kind of doing it when we were trying to, uh, you know, get the show going. Uh, Something that we for sure came up with, and you know, it's on the long list of things that we created that we'll never get credit for, is uh, this thing that's kind of like uh, the Take hot you thing over in, the world <laughs> on the internet right now. It's this. Um, there's one the friend, immaculate grids. Yes, the, the grids. You know, there's baseball, there's football, uh, NBA, NHL. Basically, it's just thinking of players, and uh, it's like the ultimate like reminiscing. Like we we created this. And it's just like, it's mine. It's fun. It's fun. I I I enjoy it. And um, after we were texting over the weekend, and as soon as we were done texting, I was kind of just like messing around on my phone, and I 
articles, SB Nation, you know, Vox Sport, all these like media outlets are talking about this thing. It, it's it's super interesting. Um, someone that someone said it's kind of like the uh, like Wordle for sports, which I thought was, that was what's that? It's called pickle for baseball. <laughs> It was uh, it was Weddle for the NFL. <laughs> um, and the interesting thing is, I, it it ends up it does we confirmed it changes right after a few hours. Um, you only get one for the day. For uh, for baseball. For what? The only, the grid or pickle? Well, I guess for grid. Uh, you only get one a day. But football and the other ones change. So the uh, the whole point of it is only only be able to do it one a day, right? But I think as that goes on, you'll be able to do more. What was um what was today's? Here, I'll get it up right now. You master can be the mastermind. All right. See if, see if you can do it. I'm game. Well, Mass, you know more. You know more than you think, Mass. Imagine if every school teacher told you that. <laughs> you know more. So than the you top. Think. The top row, you got Boston, Cleveland, and Cy Young. On the side, you got Cubs, Twins, three thousand plus K career strikeout career. Okay. So Boston and Cubs. We'll I'll, we'll go in order. Uh, David Ross. That's a good one. I said John Lester. Oh, there you go. hey, two peas in a pod right there. Then you got Cleveland and Chicago. Cleveland and Chicago. Um, it was so funny. I was about to just say uh, Javier Baez, but that's not true. <laughs> if you want a hint, I can give you a hint for the one I did. Um, what do you got? Uh, he was a second most known for the. For the Indians, and he's a second baseman. Uh, Jason Kipnis? Yes, sir. And then Cubs Cy Young. Cubs Cy Young. Um, Don't overthink it. God, I can't overthink it. I have no idea. (laughs) And that's all I'm doing is overthinking it. (laughs) The Phillies paid this guy a lot of money to suck. (laughs) Um, <laughs> you know who it is. Oh my god! Um, God, I can't. He won a World Series. He was in the World Series team for the Cubs. Um. Oh my god. Um. Was it uh God, I can't think of his name now. He he ended up kind of like bouncing around after. Yeah, he pitched for the Padres for a little bit. He had like Went this, back to the Cubs. He, he had like this crazy like workout thing that he, he was like was he like on the like the cover of like Sports Illustrated because he was like like jacked or something. Yeah. Oh my god! Why can't I get this guy's name? Um, he had a tiny nose. <laughs> That's not helpful. <laughs> he, he played. For, he started with Baltimore. Was bad. I know you're talking. He he had his like initials, a give me the initials. His initials J A. Um. No. Good for you, though, Mass. Thanks, Kyle. He pitched for the Cardinals when he was 42. (laughs) Come on, Kendall. I can't get John Axford out of my head. (laughs) 
I'm going to tell you it. Yeah, just tell me. Jake Arrieta. Yes, thank you. Then we got Red Sox Twins. You should know this. I like that Kyle usually says that, and then it turns out to be a player that played like one career game. For a while. <laughs> no, you know who this is, Massey. Uh, hold on. Take me through it one more time. Red Sox Twins. Um, he spent some time in Connecticut. Red Sox Twins. I feel like this is like a catcher. No. Probably the most iconic baseball player of our generation. King Griffey Jr. Mike Trout. Nope. Oh, wait, nope. wait, 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 wait. Um, was it uh, Pedro Martinez? No. He never played for the Twins. No, not even. I'll give I'll give you Red Sox three thousand strikeouts with Pedro Martinez. Martinez, you, Red Sox, Mets, Phillies. What are you doing? I was I was thinking in my head. There's Red Sox wins, man. I know. I'm just I was just thinking. This shouldn't be hard. Montreal. It wasn't around when Montreal was the team. Is it a pitcher? No. Do you want your hint? Oh, uh, oh, it's um. See, now I get confused. Is it, is it or is it Ortiz? Yes, David Ortiz. See, I always get confused. He's the most he... iconic player of our generation. Most, everybody knows who he is. I said he's one of the most iconic players of our generation. But, you know, for whatever reason, I always get confused about being Cleveland and not the Twins. I don't know why. The hint that I gave you was he spent some time in Connecticut. What are they, Dunkin' Donuts? No, when he played for the Rockets. <laughs> he played for the Rockets? Mm-hmm. These cats suck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so mine is different than the most popular one. So I'll go for the most popular one. Okay. Uh, Twins, Indians. Mine was Eddie Rosario, just because, like, I knew that off the bat. Okay. Um, the most popular one, he's a Hall of Famer. He what played up teams? until like Indians Twins. He played up to like 2008-ish. He's definitely most known for the uh, Indians. What position? First base. Justin Morneau. Uh, no. He's not a Hall of Famer. Yet. <clears throat> uh, never will be. Yeah, that window's passed. And undeserved. His stint, for the, his stint for the Rockies was not very good. <laughs> very forgettable. This guy also played for the Phillies and the White Sox. Huh. I'm just trying to get you in. Just, and I'm sorry. I'm trying to think. Man, I am blanking. His name runs with Lim Romy. Ah, uh, Mr. Jim, Jim Tome. Jim Tome, baby. I know that name. The, Cy Young Twins. Um, I know you should definitely know this. Yeah, and you know, it wasn't that long ago, too. No, and he pitched for your team. I know. And now I can't get you ball of a menace out of my head. Definitely would never a twin. I know. <laughs> That's the weird part. <laughs> This guy was so good for the Twins. 
and then went to the Mets and got hurt a lot. Uh, Johan. Yes. You already got Red Sox 3,000-plus strikeouts. Indians 3,000-plus strikeouts. And you can't use him again? I can't use him again. But he would fit that bill, though, right? Who? Pedro? No. Oh, Johan? Yeah. He never pitched for the fucking Indians. Wait. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I got twins on the brain. <laughs> um, Massey, you would know this guy mostly from the Yankees. But Cyan? he was definitely... Nah, 3,000 plus strikeouts. Oh. He definitely... You want to sign him too, but... What about Bartolo? No, it wasn't Bartolo. He never got the 3,000. Come on. Let's give it a shot. I know it's not Bartolo. <laughs> he was most known... See, I I know him for being better with the Indians, but Mass, you definitely know him as a Yankee. Doesn't mean I know who it is. You know who it is. Three thousand strikeouts. Yeah. Is it a? I'm assuming it's uh, a starting pitcher. Yes. That'd be crazy uh, if it was a relief pitcher. Starting pitchers, I know. Uh, CC. Uh, there you go. You got it on the first try. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and then Sion, three thousand plus strikeouts. Pretty much just name any of them. Just like Randy Johnson. Yeah. He was the most one guest. Yeah. I, I said Roger Clemens. Oh, look at you. Cheater. Thank you. <laughs> How am I cheating? No, no, him. Oh, he still still deserves me. I, 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 listen. You don't have to worry about me. <laughs> I get it. See, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I do like the... Can't wait for... Go ahead. I, was, I, I like the football one the, um, that they do. God, man. It was such bullshit yesterday. I did. Massey, they had, they had fucking Walter Payton Man of the Year. I could probably have gotten that. How the fuck am I supposed to know? You I, I know the Eagles, a Walter Man Player of the Year? Uh, was it Kelsey? No. 2002. Oh, 2002? Um, give me a second to think, and I can probably get there. I will say, though, like if the three of us did it, Massey would have been a huge asset for that part, because we yeah. suck. There's no way. There's no way I would have never gotten that guy's name. 2002. And also, we both put Larry Fitzgerald, and I said we got it wrong, but we did it again, and it was right. Yeah, I was pissed. <laughs> oh, um... Oh, dude, new yeah, one for basketball. He's working for out. the NFL right now. He's one of the vice presidents. New one for the basketball just came out. The basketball one is Trey real. Vincent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. Basketball one is very difficult. Massey, how good do you think you are at basketball? Not great, but we can give it a shot. It's better than basketball, or it's better than baseball for me. All right, let's do this. This one just got updated. Celtics Timberwolves. Well, Kevin Garnett. Garnett, say Garnett. That's probably the most popular yeah. one. Fuck it. Sixty-nine percent said Kevin Garnett. Kings Timberwolves. Um, 
Um, did Jason Williams ever play for the Timberwolves? No. Damn. Oh, what's the what's the kid that was just over there? Um, like Troy Daniels comes to mind, but yeah, that guy's also played for every team. <laughs> I mean, has Pat Bev played for the Kings? I don't think so. Played for the Kings yet? <laughs> No, not yet. He just made this trip to Philly, so he'll be somewhere else next year. What about John Salmons? Maybe. I don't remember him as a Timberwolf, though. I remember he was a Buck, right? He was a Buck. He was a Sixer. He was a King. Ah, see, I'd hate to waste it on him. Oh, we could use John Salmons for Sixers Kings. <laughs> you better get that yeah. done. <laughs> there we go. One point five percent. See, we, John Salmons. We are elite. <laughs> All right, two old Kings. I'm thinking of guards. Mike Conley never played for the Kings. Malik Beasley never played for the Kings. Didn't they just make a trade the other? Maybe he other did day? play for the Kings. Malik Beasley? Yeah. Let me check. Malik Beasley. Uh, has not played for the game. I didn't input it. Michael Beasley. I think Michael Beasley did play for both these teams. Hey, pull the trigger, man. Michael Beasley. Oh, I was wrong. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I can reset it. I can, I can reset it, though. Well, we still have guesses, right? Yeah, but I'd rather just get it all right instead of not getting it all right. All right, fair enough. Rashawn Holmes. Oh, he would have been good for the Sixers, Kings. <laughs> um, Bagley? Marvin? No, he played for the Pistons. Mm. Darko Milicek. I don't think he ever played for the Kings. All right, now we'll shift, I'm shifting my mind to big men. Pilati Divac, no. Sabonis, no. Man, these Kings have had such a turnover, I can't even think of it. All right, Minnesota, two steals per game in a single season. Mike Conley's got to be it. Yeah. Yeah, we're right there. All right, Sixers, Celtics. Oh, you, buddy. Uh, Horford? Yeah. Horford, yeah. There you go. That's the guy. Sixers, two steals per game. I'm just going to go out. I was going to for sure. Ooh, 1.9, sorry. 40%. 79% for Al Horford. (laughs) Uh... Celtics Suns. Celtics and Suns. Anybody um, from the roster right now play for the Celtics? Name I feel people. like they're just they're just like trying to acquire the Infinity Stones right now. Hey, am I misremembering like Shaq weirdly playing for the Suns? Good job, Kendall. Did Shaq play for the Suns? He played for the Suns and the Celtics. 
I knew he played for the Celtics. I didn't know he played for the Suns. Yeah, he did. Suns Kings. Jesus Christ. This was going to be hard. Oh, man. Um... Troy Daniels is coming to mind. For <laughs> Sean Holmes. I think. Don't know if he played for the Suns. I don't think he played for the Suns. He did not play for the Suns. Trying to think. Like, this is like a good... Um, trying to think. Cameron Payne. No. Alfred Payton. No. God. Um, Malik Monk. No. I feel like the Suns and the Kings made a trade, too. Oh, man. Uh... All right, who's the who's the player that uh, we asked Paul to name, like, every one of the 82 teams he played for? Ish Smith. Is Ish Smith the answer? I don't, I don't think he ever played for the Kings. Uh, let's see. Nate Robinson, did he ever play for the Suns? I don't think so. Ish Smith never played for the Kings. Isaiah Thomas? Isaiah Thomas says that, that that's right. That works. Yes, it does. Nice. I put the wrong Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Dude, that's... that doesn't give me more than one option. I'm right. That's funny. I'm putting it. I'm leaving it. Is there another way? There's another way to spell Isaiah. Isaiah uh, Thomas is I S A I A H. All right, we got it. Bullshit. We got it right. I don't care. Uh, two for steal per game for the Suns. Barkley. Chris Paul. Yeah. Paul's probably a pretty good answer. All right. Now we just have Timberwolves and Kings. Timberwolves and Kings? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's Troy Daniels. I'm looking this up. Do you want me to check real quick? I got it. I don't know why I'm thinking this guy so much. Yeah, you brought him up like three times. God damn it. He didn't play for either one of those. You know, he played for Minnesota. That's very funny. Played for like seven teams. This is a really dumb question. I don't know why it's stuck in my head. Anthony Edwards has always been a Timberwolf, right? Yeah, he's just got drafted. Yeah. And De'Aaron Fox has always been a king? Yep. Just keep naming players. Eventually, one will click. Wait. So, what do we need right now? Kings, Suns. No, Kings, Timberwolves. What do we say for Celtics, Suns again? Check. Kings. Huh. Man, I'm trying to think of some some good two thousands players. All right, Kendall. Think back to the 2K teams. I know. I'm, I'm thinking of all my boys. Willie Hernan Gomez. Did he ever play for the Kings? Shabazz ever played for the Kings? Who? Shabazz. I don't know. Jeremy Lamb? Did he ever play for the Timberwolves? What about uh, did... Jeremy Lamb? Yeah, he ever played for the Timberwolves? What about um? Nope. What about Eddie House, Kyle? I can't remember his first name. 
Eddie House. Yeah. I only know him as a, I think he was a son in the heat. He was a Celtic too, wasn't he? He was, he was a king. He has a lot of stuff. I'm a dog. God damn it. Uh, Luke Ridnauer ever played for both these teams? Luke what? Luke Ridnauer. That guy was traded four times in one offseason. He played for the Timberwolves, but he never played for the Kings. Yep. Had a feeling that was coming. There's um, got to be a big man. There's got to be a big man. Harrison Barnes, no. Oh, great name. Kyle, what's the name of this? Because I want to do this later. Crossover grid. I don't know. I feel like Rubio was always like moving around. Yeah, went to the, he never went to the Kings. So. Yeah, he didn't move around as much as you think. I don't know, just think his name was like always like on like always roster. brought from trade calls. Yeah, yes. <laughs> always. <laughs> Man, the problem is that the Kings and the Wolves are the same thing. I know. They were just so bad for so long. Wally Zerbiak. I don't think so. Let's go back in time. Manute Bull? No. Torian Prince? I don't know if he ever played for the Kings, though. Actually, he might have. Massey? What? Torian Prince. Torian Prince. AJ Barea. Kyle. Did he, ever, did he play for them? He played for the Timberwolves. Yes, but I also need him to play for the Kings, Bianca. Don't oh. cheat. They're cheating. Torian Prince only played for the... For the he played for the Mavericks. That's what I was thinking. Timberwolves and Mavericks, you're right. Uh, Rashawn Holmes didn't play for the Temple. I just love to bring up Rashawn Holmes. <laughs> so, I always pick him. I really thought Michael Beasley played for both these teams. I mean, gun to my head, I would have said that ten times over. I'm like a hundred percent sure he did. Who is it? Michael Beasley. I only put for the Knicks and the Heat. I know he was a wolf. He never played for the Kings. No. What about Pablo Prigioni? I don't even think I know who that is. Played for the Knicks. You know who he is. Like when? Uh, Prigioni. Like Jeremy Lin days. Was he part of the... uh... The trade for Carmelo? No. Never played for either of those teams. Yeah, makes sense. Is he for the the Wolves, though? I knew knew something. Keith, is there a Keith anywhere? I don't know. I'm stuck. I I, I can't think of anybody else. We're going to get this before we sign off. (laughs) Um... Tanya, it's got to be like a power forward center. Reggie Evans. Did Reggie Evans ever play for the Timberwolves? Reggie Evans. Only played for the Kings. Yep, only for the Kings. Yep. Josh Smith? It's a good guess. That guy's played a billion places. Josh Smith. He signed a couple 10-day contracts somewhere. Another team. Neither team. 
You know what? I think I found it. I think I figured it out. Oh. Massey, look up Francisco Garcia. That's another I don't remember him either. He's most known for the he played for the Rockets too. Nope. Never a wolf. Never a wolf. I'm trying to think of guys who just like played everywhere. I'm trying to think of role players. Because if it was if it was a star, we would have known. Right. I mean, like in a perfect world, J.R. Smith would just be our guy. Yeah. Well, he didn't play for either one of those teams. I'm I'm saying in a perfect world. Could it be a superstar from the late teens? Oscar Robinson was too old. Sam Cassell ever played for the Kings? No. I'm admittedly cheating now. (laughs) I am am toast. I have no idea. I'm going to look up. Give me a letter. You. Okay, that's definitely not going to work. J. J A. Mike James. Did Mike James ever play for them? <laughs> that's a guy that fucking bounced around. Got it. You got it? What was it? A person I got... I've never heard of before. What's his name? Nemanja. Bajlika? Yeah, I want to do spelling. Uh, B-J-E-L-I-C-A for the last name. B- oh, Balencia. Is that Balencia? Yeah. I know that guy. Yeah, Balencia played for the Timberwolves for three years and the Kings for three more years. He's and also a warrior, right? Just won that title with the Warriors last year. <laughs> there you go. Hey, guys, want to try any show? Yeah, no shot. Who, who yeah, played for not? the who, who played for the Blues and the Hurricanes? Uh, Nothing comes to mind, <laughs> and we can't even use the Smith method. The NHL Con Smith Trophy Award. Okay, that's on here. 50-plus total goals scored in a single season. I think I could do that one. That's Tarasenko. Nope, he never did it, apparently. (laughs) See, you're talking to the wrong guys. Ryan O'Reilly. Nope, never did it either. Massey, who are the big goal scorers for the Blues? Would have said Tarasenko. Yeah, it's wrong, apparently. How about for the Flames? Anybody got one? Uh, the Flames of Calgary? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> With the Con Smith Trophy winner. Is that MVP? This is as good as mine, Kyle. Well, let's type in Sidney Crosby and see where it goes. Oh, no, let's type in Wayne Gretzky. That's going to give me nothing. Oh, Wayne Gretzky. Got it. <laughs> Way to take the T-ball swing there. All right, who would have won the Conn Smith Trophy for the Devils? Martin Brodeur. I don't think that's right. Yeah, I I have no idea. I, I, we cannot continue with the NHL. <laughs> I was wrong. It was not Martin Brodeur. I wish I could just get them all wrong and just see what the names are. But this one, they don't do that. I don't do any of them kind of show you. 
Yeah, baseball does. It shows you the most popular ones. Oh. I feel yeah, like I... I don't even know where to start on the hockey one. I know nobody from any of these teams. Yeah, hockey's way too hard. I mean, if you watch it, it's not. Well, I mean, look yeah, no further than us not watching it. Yeah, true. We're not good at things. <laughs> I, I watched, like, 10 games in, like, a 15-day stretch, and then I stopped. I forgot I had the package. It's <laughs> funny. That tracks. Julio Rodriguez versus Vladimir Guerrero. Luis Robert versus Randy Rosarena. Over the Derby? Yeah. Adelaide lost by one. Was Alonzo a first-round knockout? Yep. He lost to Julio. Because yep. Julio hit 41. I noticed, too. My God. Like, you really, if you're in the home run derby, you should really only do it, like, twice. Anytime over two, it, it kind of, you know. He hit 41 in a single round. The guy's pretty good. Ridiculous. He's all right. <laughs> um, anything else you guys want to talk about? That's about it for me, Captain. Souls, any any remarks? Keep doing it, great guys. <laughs> yeah, the the grid is cool. Um, I I mean I I don't know how well I'll stay on top of it, but I I enjoy it. It's a. I'll remind you every day, Ken. It would be a cool thing, you know, and I am just as much to blame. Uh, I mean, our social media has been trash for the better part of like five months, but it would be fun if we were able to like all do one every day. Or at least do like a, a couple during the week. You're able to post like, "Hey, this is what we did. This is, excuse me, this is what we thought. Well, how did you guys do?" Maybe we can start doing that. Yeah. I'm not giving them the answers. Well, no, people are gonna have different answers, and you know, especially like, I think we're pretty good finding obscure people. Yeah, I yeah. picked Nigel Morgan the other day. So yeah, I, I mean, that's a guy totally, totally. I mean. In our, like, friend circle, three people would know that name. You and I are two of those people. Yep, Jeff is the other one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I will continue doing that. Um, don't know what's on tap for next week. Um, you know, hopefully we have a you know full crew. Um, yeah. Oh, I won't be here next week. Now, are you saying that jokingly, or are you serious? No, I'm going on vacation. <laughs> so we won't have everybody next week. <laughs> no, I won't be here. Uh, no, really. Where are you going? South Carolina. Oh, nice. How long? Uh, five days. Oh, very cool. Just uh, hours. Comes it, back is, Tuesday. Is it uh, you and uh, Bianca? Are you going more people? Just Bianca and I. Oh, nice. That should be fun. Uh, staying in the hotel, Air, Airbnb? Uh, so, you, you remember you ever hear the kid I used to be friends with, Steve Jablonski? I do know that name. So, we're st- like, he's having a baby shower, and I'm surprising him because he didn't think I was going. Oh, that's cool. So, his mom 
that's threatened to me. If I don't stay at her house, she's going to kill me. <laughs> so we don't have to spend money on a hotel. Hey, that's cool. It's a good gig. Yeah. Well, yeah. nice. Well, you have fun. That should, that should be a good good trip. Get some good good uh, good weather. So you all rain. Yeah. So we won't have souls next week. That's okay. Souls will you know be soaking the sun. But um, hopefully we'll have you know you know me mass and uh, you know get some Riddler and uh, mock action you know back from uh, his vacation and such. Yep, and then Kendall's going on his vacation. <laughs> Listen, no days off. <laughs> despite us, why well, we've already had one. Despite us taking last week off, no days off. <laughs> We're all here every show. Hey, we try. Which is a lie. We try. We try our best. But um, yeah, got some uh, Massey. Would you care to give your uh, review on the Crown Royal? Yeah, I mean, Crown's Crown. It's a uh, pretty standard, but very good whiskey. It's, uh, it's a reason. And Royal's Royal. It's stuck around for a reason because they make good stuff. Um, it was just nice something to sip on for the night. You know, it's so funny. <laughs> We're at our closing remarks. <laughs> and the Riddler jumps on. Until next time, I'm your host, <laughs> the Riddler. <laughs> uh, that's funny. We're doing our, our reviews, and Mass had uh, some, some Crown Royal. I was actually kind of surprised. Like regular or like the canned stuff, Mass? Just regular. Oh, nice. Did you I buy it, or was it like gifted? Hi, Kyle. It was gifted. Nice. I had uh, from El Saguna Brewing. I had one of Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPAs, which we've uh, reviewed on the show before. Um, at six point seven percent, it's good. You know, it, it's it's kind of. I think it's it doesn't really stand out. It's just it's it's in the hey, there's a billion IPAs out. This one kind of just blends in. But for like I said, for a beer that's kind of like quote endorsed by a celebrity. I think he stamped his name to a product that's pretty good. Um, I think it's it's worth, it, especially for you know lovers of, of wrestling. This kind of is is a fun thing to just like have a whole onto the can. You know why not? Uh, it's got his autograph on it. It's fun. It's, it's relatively inexpensive. I think uh, they they've created. The, I, I bought a couple for Rebecca. There's the IPA. There's a double IPA that I'm going to try, and there's a lager. I haven't had the other two yet. I don't know if they're really going to stack up to be as good. I should do like a a little mini flight to kind of compare. Uh, but th- this is a a cool fun beer for the price. And then I had last week or two weeks ago um, with uh, the Riddler. I had another one of the um, Black Hog Hazy. Another. It's good. It's a good IPA. Connecticut style juicy IPA. Six point two percent. But uh, it, it, fortunately, it kind of there's not really a, a super distinguishing. It's it's just a it's a hazy IPA. It's it's good, um, but it you know doesn't really you know stand out as super different. And Kyle had a had a water. Great value. Question is though, was it a great value water? It was solid. Nice. Ridley, would you care uh, to take a quick speech while I urinate? I'll give my toast of excellence. My toast of excellence is to the uh, 2020 uh, Pittsburgh Pirates organization. Um, I'm sure it's been 
seen. I don't know if it was mentioned, but uh, it just the reports just recently came out about how uh, every single foul ball that during the COVID season that landed in a, a season ticket holder's seat was uh, collected and put in a bucket for each person. And then at the end of the season, they mailed all those season ticket holders the balls that landed in their seats. <laughs> cool, right? Yeah. Mine was the LA night. Nice. Yeah. Also, mine is to Luis Robert for getting eliminated in the home run derby. Did he just get eliminated? Well, I mean, he's got a minute 27 left with 10 home runs, and Arena has 35. Well, you know, he's got he's got a minute 30 plus the 30-second bonus to try to hit 25 home runs. Yeah, Julio Rodriguez at 41. Yeah. Jesus. I'm at- Hi, bud. I don't know if you saw. I, sorry, I've been kind of like absent. I had the chat muted because I was dealing with some stuff. So if you still need help, I can I can give you a hand later in the week. I don't know if you still need it. I appreciate. It. We're kind of trying to just bail out the basement right now. Wait, bail like it flooded? Yeah, we got five inches over Fourth of July. Jesus. Is that what you needed help with when you asked earlier? No, I was oh. trying to get the microwave put up, but then that happened, so that kind of took a back burner. All right, well, let me know when you're, do- when you're all done with the basement. I'll help you put the microwave up. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Kyle, I will not help you with a microwave, though. No. What are my favorite colors right now? Kyle, everybody <laughs> knows your favorite color is mustard green. Is that a color? I mean, I'm sure it is. Colors are like band names, you know, just if you can think of it, it exists. Yeah, bingo. Kendall's back. Well, I'm back, baby. Well, gentlemen, I'm sorry that I missed the show. I'm glad I got to sign on and just hear your voices to say goodbye. Yeah, no, no, no problem. Glad glad you're here. Yeah. I have a fun night. Yeah. I was telling Kendall uh, last week, just a little tidbit for the show. I have a fun idea a spinoff of the cocktail competition that we did. Um, I'd, I'd like to get everybody live and in person before mock is exclusively remote due to, uh, you know, birth. Um, I, I, I have a, a food network inspired competition for the, co- for a cocktail competition. I think you guys would have a lot of fun with We're baking cupcakes, baby. <laughs> so. All right. Well, uh, you know, let's start the show now that I'm here. <laughs> hey, you can, you can give our, our, our social media cues. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Getting Sports with Drunk. Uh, our Instagram and Facebook are at GSWD underscore four. Uh, Twitter is... GSWD, I, you know, I should know these. <laughs> no, that's right. It's a, you know, it's funny because you say it the opposite. I mean, you you queue it up, so it's like, uh, so Facebook getting supposed to drunk, Twitter, Instagram, GSWD underscore four. Uh, make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's you know showing up ten minutes to go or, you know, having a great value order. <laughs> Uh, like subscribe. Um, I, like I was saying before, we've been absolutely dog shit on social media. Uh, I, I'm going to try to, you know, going into this week, you know, make a jump to kind of be better. Um, and we, 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 some 
topical stuff that we can kind of do that that's fun. Uh, so please keep an eye out, uh, and you know, hey, let us know. Let us talk to us. You know, let us let us know how bad and or good we are because we are both. So don't hate, uh, participate. That's not fair. Massey's good. I'm bad. Kyle's <laughs> mocks bad, and Kendall, you're just you're just right in the middle. I'm pool water. You're the Carlito of us. <laughs> well, on that note, I'm your hostess, Cupcake Riddler. Nope. I'm, I'm Kyle. I'm, I'm the Mask Chris Massey. And the Rat of Red Baron. Meow. Meow. Meow.